0: Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. What does your money do for you? My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you drinking? Good, I'm just drinking yes. a...
1: Good! Yes. Uh, just, just drinking a Golden Abbey beer brewed by Master Craftman in the classic Belgian Tripel style. <sighs> it is the one, it is the only, it is the Corsendonk.
0: So you just read the entire label, huh?
1: No, no, it's actually a, a lot longer, and it has <laughs> talks about the distinctive hop bouquet. Bouquet, so bu- bouquet, bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so it's how they say it in Belgium. Bouquet. It's
0: man, fr- okay, all right. Uh, I am drinking Flying Fish Hop Fish IPA because uh, I have to give a big shout out to Flying Fish for sending me some beer. So thank you to Flying Fish. It is delicious and hoppy. Hold on. Do we do we get some slurping noises? <laughs> I tried. Eh, whatever. Uh, today's catchphrase is "What does your money do for you?" and that was sent in by our friend Daniel Morrow at the Duke. Daniel is his Twitter handle, and you can send those into our Twitter handle. It's at Money and if you want, you can send them to our Facebook. It's Facebook slash Listen Money Matters. Uh, okay, let's get into it. Today is are we we've are, we have not done this type of episode in a this very long. This is
1: the first long. one that we've done in I would say five.
0: 4 months for uh, a lot of months. A lot of months. Yeah. Uh, so it's a this financial life episode and we have on the show today Zena Kumak, right? Am I saying that right? Kumak. Kumak. Close
2: enough.
0: Zena Kumak and her website is debtfreein3.tumblr.com and you were at FinCon this year. Mhm. And first time. Yeah, and and so it was our first time as well. First timer's club. You uh, so debt free in three. You were trying to pay off uh your student loan debts in three years. Yeah, and let's just start off with saying, w- did you successfully achieve that?
2: Yeah. So on November fourteenth this year, I will have paid off all my student loans within three years.
0: Wow. And that was How your much- was that your original date? Like that's what the date you were shooting for?
2: Um, originally when I graduated, so I started um. I don't know if you guys can remember back to undergrad, but you have six months of. I'm not that old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I never went to college, so what's undergrad? (laughs)
2: Uh, So you have like a six month grace period after you graduate to start paying off your loans. Right. Um, So that's why it's like three years from November. Um, No, when I first graduated, I had an unpaid internship because I was a journalism major. It's stupid.
0: (laughs) Why Uh, is that stupid? Wait, hold on. Why is that stupid?
2: You know, like when I was younger, I, I thought being a journalist was like really romantic mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, I'm going to uncover the truth and I was just going to be like Woodward
0: and Bernstein. Yep.
2: And I was... All
0: just, the president's men?
2: Yeah. I was just going to make <laughs> huge changes and everyone kept saying like, you're not going to make any money. And that was almost like part of the romantic aspect of it. Like sure. this poor, starving artist just slaving away from my words. And then I graduated, I thought... Oh, like this is what not making any money feels like. Yeah, this, and
0: this is starving artist, <laughs> yes.
2: Um so when I graduated, I thought how like my minimum payment was $350 a month and I think my take home pay was like 1750 a month, which well, this, was this a, a
0: bad, right?
2: N- no, I think I like didn't have any savings. Um I was living alone, which can get really expensive. Mm-hmm. So for me, that felt like such a huge chunk, and I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have to pay this every month for the next 10 years
0: if I don't do something about it. Right. So what did you do about it?
2: Um, the first year, I did very little. Um, I think I paid like 10 bucks extra a month, um, but I put like any freelance money that I did. like I put it toward the debt. I put like any birthday money, um, any kind of... Anything I got from my grandma, basically, she would <laughs> if she gave me a check it would just go straight toward my debt. Um, anything extra, a lot of times, what I started doing. Um, a lot of banks offer like bonuses if you like sign up and do direct deposit. Yeah. So every like few months, I would just like do that, change my direct deposit. You were hacking um, the system. HR Department got to know me very well.
0: Whoa, yeah, it's... and I
2: still do that because it's it's <laughs>
0: free money, legal,
2: and I think and yeah, it's free money, and if you don't. If you don't get any fees or anything, then you know it's a hundred bucks. And I was two hundred, um, so I was really kind of hustling. I didn't, I didn't get like a second job or anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, besides freelancing, I, just, I said besides freelancing.
2: Yeah, and that um, I just here and there. Yeah, and that was a little. Yeah, and that I didn't try as hard as I feel like I see other people do. Um, I just wanted to live my life, I guess, as normally as possible but still try to pay it off pretty quickly.
0: All right. So I want to go back to, were you always good with money? And that's why six months after college, you were like, I have this plan and it's going to be budgetized and, and all these things. Or is this something that you had to learn and learn quick?
2: Yeah, I have a theory that every financial blogger comes from a, like a really terrible financial background. Hmm. Um, so growing up, I was always, like, I, my parents, like, had, like, a, a nice job, had nice jobs and everything, but I always felt like we were, like, middle class, but we weren't, like, super upper class, and so growing up, I was just, like, I just, like, want all this, you know, labels and everything that I see my friends have, um, so when I got to college, I didn't put, like, any restraints on myself. Um, I was working, and my parents paid for, like, all my essentials. So anything I earned, I you know would just go shopping or eat out. Um, right. So I was just blowing through money like crazy. I told myself like I couldn't have a budget because it just you know I had too many like unexpected expenses and it wouldn't <laughs> work. Um, so I interned one summer in New York and I was getting like a pretty nice salary for an intern. And I remember I got to the point where I was eating out for like all three meals.
1: Wow! And I, mm-hmm. I had a
2: kitchen, so. No, um, when I graduated and like had such a hard time getting a job, and I had to borrow money for my first security deposit on my apartment, that's when it hit me like, oh, like maybe you think you're good with money, maybe you think you're really knowledgeable about all this stuff, but like you don't have anything to show for it. Mm.
1: You know, it's awesome that you actually realize this now, being so fresh out of school. I have a friend who is older than me and literally just borrowed money, like, last week for her security deposit on her new apartment. Oh, wow. So, you know, may- maybe in 10 years from now, you'll you'll be laughing at, at something like that.
2: Yeah, I have, um, I keep all my old notebooks. And I have a notebook where I wrote, like, a, my budget for my summer in New York. And I wrote, like... Sixty dollars a month on clothes. Don't know why. I'd that's a, a lot. Sunday. Yeah, what? I wrote twelve dollars a week for groceries.
0: So that should be a, that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. How does that? I don't. Like, a half an egg a day. <laughs> <laughs> One half a hard boiled egg a day. That's that's a, that's a good diet. Yeah,
2: I'm. So my budgeting skills
0: have, have slowly evolved, but right. <laughs> that's. I mean, look. So all right, you. Clearly didn't know what you were doing, and then what changed you into knowing what you were doing? What was the, what was the was there a resource? Was there a blog? Was there a book? Was there a podcast? Did you get hit by lightning?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think. So, growing up, uh, my parents were big Dave Ramsey fans, mm. and um, when I took piano lessons, my mom would pick me up, and on the way back, we'd his show would be on the radio at that time. So we'd listen, and, you know, you hear about people calling in and say, oh, my God, I have, like, $200,000 in debt. Like, what can I do? And he would just calmly, rationally outline this plan. Like, okay, if you do X, Y, and Z, like, this I can get on debt in, like, five years. And it always seemed, like, amazing to me that he could take someone who's hysterical, who's totally in debt, um, and just explain, like, no, like, you're going to be fine. Like, you're going to get out of this. So I think I read a couple of his books, and um, I started reading – I think get rich slowly yeah. at that time um a lot of it was just kind of asking my mom my mom's a CPA and my parents have you know kind of worked through their own financial stuff and just kind of reading more about budgeting and saying like oh, okay this is what it actually means to budget like and it's a, it's just a skill like i mean it takes a lot of time but all you really need is practice
0: right and why did you focus so much on the student loan debt because when you said like you would take any extra money and put it towards student loan debt, there is a lot of people that won't do that. I mean, for me, you get a birthday card from your grandma. You're like, I'm going to go buy something real dirty with this. This is going to be like cigarettes, booze, porn, lottery tickets. Like you're going to do something crazy. But, I, then, like, but you had the mindset to say, okay, this is going towards my student loan debt. So, why, so how, did that, how did that come into your brain to, as something to do? It might be a tough question, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think a lot of it was just, like, I really wasn't making a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and at some point, you either have to spend less or make more, and um, I didn't want to get a second job, like, I didn't think it would fit my schedule, Yeah. so I thought, okay, well, I just have to spend less, and so I looked at my budget, and there wasn't really, because I wasn't making a whole lot, and I was living alone, I was driving down to see my boyfriend every weekend, which was about six hours. Um, Wow. So, round trip, not...
0: Um, oh, okay. Still, still kind of Barbie. still, yeah. wow, yeah. yeah,
2: still wow, yeah. Um, so does I he live in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> no, I lived. We we were three hours away, so six hours for our trip. Yeah, but um, so there wasn't a whole lot to cut, and so when I looked at, it's like, okay, well, I should just take any extra money that I get and put that toward my loans, because otherwise, I'm not gonna be able to like. There's, there's just no other way. Like, there's nowhere else I can find extra money. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's take a look at um, your current financial life, right? So you have you, you are as of like next week, right? It's student loans are gone. Yeah, that's a huge accomplishment, and congratulations on that because that's Thank just insane. You. Uh, so now, now what's like, what are you making? What is, what is going on? And, and are you continue, are you going to continue your like strict budgeting stuff? Are you actually going to use a piece of paper and a pencil to to continue doing that? Or what, what is your, what is your current situation look like now?
2: So, um, basically, so I'm engaged right now and And congratulations on that too. Thank you. Um, in December, we're going to combine our finances for the first time.
0: Wow. So, I mean, those six hours paid off yeah off
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't think I'll really have like a time where it's like just I won't I, I mean this month is the only month where it's like I have like some more leeway um but, but, but wait, am, before
1: you go deeper though I'm curious how are you going to combine your finances? are you just gonna take all of your money dump it into one big pile and then you're just gonna like roll around uh, in the bed with yeah it? like how, how are you going to uh <laughs> how are you gonna do it?
2: Um, I think I'm just going to put my name on all his accounts and slowly withdraw.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> slowly, it's like, wait, it's like wait, the Superman Is, is this three. being recorded? <laughs>
2: I think he's actually like, in the next room. Um, I, what I would like to do is, um, I think, kind of like, not an allowance system, because that sounds really like, mom but just like, you know or You like, would
1: have all the money and give him little bits week to week. That's what you're saying.
2: It's more like for both of us mm-hmm. because I I feel like it's, it hasn't been that long that I've been like frugal, so I feel like I still need some restraint, especially like thinking I have no debt. Let me just do whatever I want.
0: No um, debt, like zero debt.
2: Yeah, that's the only debt I've ever had in my life.
0: No credit card debt. No. Oh, wow! So you are you are truly debt free. No 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 car loan, nothing like that. No. Damn. Okay.
2: My car is very old.
0: Okay. Ahead of the curve, yeah. So, pun intended. Sorry, I've gone. are making me
2: forget
0: what I know. That's my.
1: How how are you combining your money? What are you guys gonna do? Uh, Coming from the side of being married and and Mm -hmm. already and doing all this stuff, um, I think it is very easy to say, "Yeah, we're just gonna you know combine our stuff. It's (laughs) gonna be super easy. We're not gonna fight about any of it." (laughs) <laughs> and the, <laughs> the, I don't think there's any shred of truth to that. So I'm just curious, you know what what your plan is.
2: I'm trying to be really realistic about our budget because while I was paying off debt, I was very unrealistic, and I was just like, I'm going to put this much for my loans, and I'll figure the rest out later. And so, you know, a lot of times I'd go over. I would take money out of my savings, out of my emergency fund, to pay for stuff that I probably could have budgeted for. So basically, like when planning our combined one, I just went in and said, okay, what are our average expenses? Like, you know, what does my car cost every month if I take in count like every repair? Like, what do I really spend on gas? What do I really spend on groceries? Mm-hmm. And, and when I went through his mint, did the same thing. And that way, I feel like our budget is very realistic. Like, it's not going to require us to make a lot of changes just because we're both like very responsible.
0: I'd so, know.
2: yeah. I'm, I'm not too worried about it, but famous last words, right?
0: Yeah, and it's, it's good that he's just as good at money as you are, right? Does he have any debts?
2: No, he's and that was the big reason why I wanted to pay it off so quickly because he already didn't have any debt. Wow. And, um, I didn't want to bring in my financial and emotional baggage into the
0: marriage.
1: <laughs>
0: One was enough. <laughs> right.
2: Uh, so that was the big part of why I put such a – like put the three-year women on it because I was trying to count like, okay, well, we'll probably be like married or engaged by that point. And I, I just feel like this is my debt. This is my responsibility. Like this is, I have to pay it off and I cannot rely on anyone else's income to do that.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So you guys are both debt-free. I mean, even car loans, because that's what, and, and, are you planning on, like, what's the next, like, all right, so you both have your budgets, you're going to combine your finances, you're both debt-free, or at least you as of November 14th, and you are, uh, you, where are you guys living in Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. That's in Indiana, right? Yeah. Okay. Is that, I've been to Indianapolis before, that's where the NASCAR thing is, right? Or not NASCAR, yeah. sorry, the Indianapolis 500.
2: IndyCar, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, so I was just in Indianapolis last October, uh, so not that that means anything. Uh, so you are so once you get through all that, and you got when do you guys get married?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When or uh, when are you? Oh, April. Okay, so even so, pretty close. Yeah. What is the next step for you guys? What is what are you and especially you? What is like financially? I mean. Yeah.
2: You know, um. So we have a dog.
0: I, I hear him scuttling around on the hardwood floors. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um and <laughs> I don't know if you guys have dogs, but they. I do. Yeah. So a few months ago we went to the vet and like her like, knee like pops out of socket and they're like oh in a few years she'll need to have surgery and so just Ugh. dollar signs started flashing oh, in my yeah. head yeah yeah mm. um so right now we both have like some sort of emergency funds but i would love to get like like six months of savings okay especially so build a cushion yeah especially because i haven't really had like a really strong cushion for a while so i want to know like you know, if a car breaks down, if I need to pay, like um, I'm on a high deductible plan. If I need to, you know, pay for something medical procedure, if God forbid something happens to the dog, um, you have
0: think, do you have a, do you have an insurance for the dog?
2: No, I've looked into it a little bit, and I feel like what I've heard people say is like if you just put aside money every month, it's better than getting pet insurance. Hmm. And our our vet offered some sort of plan, but it didn't make sense to take it. It was like a monthly kind of their own pet insurance, but
0: I would. Uh, so I had a uh, one of our Twitter followers had listened to an episode that we had with policygenius.com, Jennifer Fitzgerald, uh, CEO. And he got pet insurance for his dog, and apparently it's like it was a good, it was a great deal. So you could uh-huh. probably look into something like that because, yeah, but I don't know if there's like a pre-existing condition with his knee popping out all the time. Yeah, so that's a question. Do they show up to your house yeah, to like investigate your <laughs> dog? Like- yeah, I don't know. They'll probably ask for vet records, so that might be on mm. the vet records. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have a dog, and I don't have thank, I mean, thankfully, I don't, I don't have those issues with him. But I don't even know what I would do if I did. I mean, that's that's a tough situation. It's like you're almost now all your finances are kind of like you're building up this this cushion. Are, are you building up the cushion for him or her? What's the, what's it? What's the name of the dog? Her,
2: her. name's Lyra.
0: Okay. So are you building up the cushion for her or for you guys, or both, or all three? Uh,
2: the dog is. I don't want to say she's my baby, but I love her to death. Okay. And if I if there was ever a moment where Something is wrong with her, and we could fix it, but like, let's say we would have to like take out a loan or something. I just don't want money to be a factor. Like, I want her well being to be the factor. So, right. I mean, it's for her, but like, it's, it's for my piece of, like, our peace of mind that whatever happens, we can take care of it.
0: Right. That makes sense. And what kind of dog is it?
2: She is a beagle mix with many things.
0: <laughs> All right. So, you, all right. So you're working on developing this cushion. Are you, uh, are you saving up for retirement or doing any sort of investing stuff?
2: So I started um, a Roth IRA when I was in college, and wow, I really? Yeah. Um,
0: so ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah I just, <laughs> I
2: think it was just like again, just like birthday money that I put in there. So no, it wasn't a Roth; it was a traditional because i had to convert it later. Nice. Anyway. Um, so I had that for that. I didn't, um, start contributing to my retirement account again until last year when I became eligible for my 401k. And even then I've just been doing like enough to get the match. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. Like once we combine, we're just going to up it to like 10%. All
0: right. So you're, you're doing your 401k through your job, which you were just qualified for. I guess you would started a new job.
2: Yeah, I started, I've had my job for, um, like two years now. Okay. My
0: current job. Okay. And so, s- oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say what are you going
1: to do with the the money uh that you're contributing towards the loan? Like where where is that going to go? Cuz uh, you'll have not a payment soon.
2: Yeah, so basically that will just go to like it used to be that I would budget for like $150 in groceries and I'd spend 200 and I'd have to find that $50 somewhere else or if I had a car expense come up, I would just take it out of my savings account. So I'm just going to redistribute it and Savings, like beefing up our emergency fund, contributing more to retirement, just making sure our budget is really realistic
0: Mm
2: -hmm. um, and still allows us to, you know, have fun and do things and buy something if we want to buy something. Um, But just making sure that that emergency fund will actually be only for emergencies.
0: And where are you storing this emergency fund money?
2: I guess I'll have to find one in... I don't
0: know. People keep saying to get CDs. Really? I have just, ne- I have. Totally <laughs> like that. I don't, <laughs> is that your grandparents? I don't think we've ever <laughs> talked about CDs at all on this on this on this podcast. Besi- I mean, not even the compact discs. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I would sooner buy the compact discs. Personally. <laughs> Invest in compact discs. <laughs> they're they're going to come back in style. <laughs> they're so vintage.
2: um i have some right now yeah um i don't know i haven't really thought that far ahead that's just been kind of like i haven't had a large savings account in a long time Mm -hmm. that i've had to think about oh where should i get the best interest rate so
0: right uh so are you um so what's your what are you using for a checking account is that a local bank a big bank an online bank and how, and what about onlines? and to my follow up, second part of the question is like, are you an app girl?
2: Oh, my dad would say no. Um I use PNC, which okay. I really like. Yeah. There's a branch right near me and I'm all about convenience. Um apps. I use I have like the mint
0: app. You said mint, yeah.
2: Um, which I really like. I'm trying to think. I'm not really. As far- I mean, I still have like for my budgeting, like I keep an Excel spreadsheet where like I track like, you know, like in and outgoing all that stuff. And then for Mint, I just use it to kind of track like what I've already spent. Um. Mm. So I feel like I'm a little old school with that.
0: Yeah, and and uh, what about? I think like the last thing I kind of want to uh, dive on is two things. Number one, you're getting married in April. Are you saving up for your own wedding? Or is somebody else paying for that?
2: Someone else is paying. For All it. right,
0: good. That's good. And the second part of that is, what about a house? Is that something in their future?
2: So, I feel like I, like I'm 26 right now, and mm-hmm. I, when I was young, or the Clinton years, but my family and I
1: moved the to America. Clinton years? Is that what you called
2: it? <laughs> you know, like
0: the guy and the thing. Yeah, um, yeah, the cigar. So- yeah, I got it. Yeah, I remember.
1: So I feel like <laughs> that's, that's the weirdest way I've ever heard anyone phrase a time in <laughs> the Clinton years. Uh, well, cle- clearly, a Clinton fan.
0: Well, oh. during the Clinton administration, I uh, <laughs> during <laughs> during Carter's run, I was speaking uh, of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry to detract. Uh, but yes, the the housing thing.
2: Oh, okay. So this is a, this is my story. So. When I like, when I was younger, apparently there was like some sort of economic boom in America. but my parents and I were like recent immigrants so I never experienced like any of this like boom. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 12, 9 11 happened. And when wow. I was a freshman software sophomore, sophomore in college, um, the recession happened. So the idea of buying a house, I watched my parents sell the house that I grew up in for four years. In that four years, they had three offers. So the idea of buying a house it just it I know it's a good idea and for some people it works out really well but it just scares the ever loving shit out of me. Right.
0: I mean <laughs> I, I think I, that it should. It, it's yeah. definitely a It's a big purchase. Know, it's like a it's like a $30,000 college debt. And it's except all in except one like 50 times that. set of
1: <clears throat> wood bricks in this one location. It's very uh it's very risky. Yeah. Especially yeah.
0: Especially yeah,
2: after I, 9-11.
1: Well, is I know the houses after. I, I don't even know. You never know. know. Like, you never know. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I feel like I took something.
2: Well, like, I watch friends of mine, like, buy houses, and I want to ask them, like, did you have a 20% percent down payment Are you paying PMI? Did you split up your mortgage so you wouldn't have to pay PMI? Like, mm-hmm. like, so I don't... And I'm a perfectionist, so the idea, like, buying a house out of down payment sounds like a, like a terrible idea, but... Somehow, all these people my age are just buying houses and fixing them up. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, it, you know, uh, I'm sad that I, I I bought a house in when I was 25. I think I bought a house. Yeah, so oh. a little too young. It was just after 9 11, and it was during the Bush administration. And it, you know, it was it was just <laughs> wait wait <laughs> first or second term. <laughs> Uh, actually, no, no, was it? Was it during the? Bush? Yeah, it was during the Bush administration. All right. Anyway, uh, no, it was it? To... Now, now I don't remember. God, I definitely don't clock my years uh, based on <laughs> the presidential terms. The house. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Boehner was uh, not yet. No, it, 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 it was. Yeah, it was, it was. tough, and I think that if you, if you, I mean, if you, if you do it, I think you'll do it intelligently. But it doesn't seem like that's something that's in your near future.
2: I don't think so. Just because I would like to have a down payment, I'd like to feel like settled somewhere.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't Uh think it's wrong if you never buy a house. I I think there are quite a lot of people who would actually suggest that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. people have this thought that like you must have a house to to complete the dream and to be successful. But I don't think that's the case. They're generally a pain in the ass.
2: Well, and my parents are very much like, you know, hardworking immigrants, moved here, like had crappy jobs, like got better jobs, got the house in the suburbs. Yep. So they've followed that. And part of me is like, when they tried to sell that house to get a different one, well, it's like reality just bit them in the ass. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what the hell? Like, this is a great house. We took care of it. Why will no one buy it for yeah. the fair value? So. I don't. Know. I really like guarantees in life, so a house is.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But all right, so uh, what do you do now for a living?
2: Um, I do like media and communications work for a nonprofit.
0: So a journalist.
2: I'm is a recovering journalist.
0: A recovering, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so you, you work for a nonprofit. What mm-hmm. I- and and are you still doing freelance work?
2: Occasionally, yeah. Just basically about the same amount. Mostly, um,
0: is it writing based?
2: Yeah, it's all like for like either the another local publication or for my high school alumni magazine.
0: Really, they mm-hmm. pay you
2: for that? I went to a private school.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. they have money. Yeah. So all right. <laughs> cool. uh, and then what? I- uh, what's next for Zena? What is? What are you going to do as far as like the website is concerned or mm-hmm. uh, extra freelancing stuff? Uh, I want to talk more about like your 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 website and side stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, FinCon was, was really great. And I, when I first started the blog, I started to be accountable to myself because I thought if I put this goal out there, then everyone's going to know about it. And if mm-hmm. I fail, it's going to be really, really embarrassing. So um, after going to FinCon, I was like, oh, like this this could be it. So I'm going to hopefully launch a podcast in um, the next couple of months. I like to talk. Yeah, I don't
0: know anyone that has one that's worth talking to. So, <laughs> we'll Me definitely, either. yeah, we'll definitely, no, we'll definitely help you out with that. Um, so, the podcast is good, yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, and the and the site are you are you planning on continuing some sort of uh, financial blogging bloggingness?
2: Yeah, um, that was the big kind of thing. Is yeah. like, okay, after November, like, am I still going to have stuff to write about? Are people still going to care? Right. Like. Um, does anyone actually, you know, they want to see you reach a goal, but after you've done it, like, are they as invested? Um,
0: yeah. Cause they want to see what happens after that. That's, that's the scariest part. You know, when you have a goal, it's like, okay, I know what I have to do for the next three years. And then what, you know? Yeah. So I think there is, there is, there is stuff there too. And then just become yeah. an expert in that.
2: Well, and I think that at least what I've learned, a- personal finance really is personal. So a lot of it is just like. You know, behavior, I mean, it's the same way with, with, I think, like, weight loss. Like, people, it's very simple, you know, just eat right and exercise.
0: Yeah, there's it's very simple <coughs> principles, but you just got to do it and yeah. kind of tailor it to your own lifestyle.
2: So I'd like to write about more, like, what it's like being debt-free, how not to maybe… Get back. Yeah, just staying out of debt, just yeah. being responsible, but not… I'm a little OCD. Um, I got to the point… My first year out of college where, like, I didn't know if I should get a red box because I was like, oh, that's another dollar. And so I'd like to learn how to, like, spend money well and
0: responsibly. Right. And not be such a miser, I guess. Yeah. Because the red box is a dollar. Come on.
2: I stood there for, like, five minutes being like, oh, I don't know. You like, can
0: rent all the president's men and relive your your Bernstein days.
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be too painful.
0: Who was the other guy? Bernstein who? Woodward. Woodward, that's right. Yeah. I I yeah. Good movie if you've ever seen it. Have you seen it?
2: It is. It's very I remember watching and thinking like, oh God, like how many journalists came out of this movie? Just... <laughs> yeah, it
0: was good. <laughs> All right, well, uh I mean, so far everything seems to be going well. Uh, you know, congratulations on paying off your debt. And by the Thank time you. this airs you will have been debt free.
2: Yeah, that's it's crazy because every day, like I walk in my mitt and I see, like you know, six hundred eighty six hundred eighty-six dollars, I think, remaining. Wow! And it's like I could pay it off right now, but I want to wait until like my actual due date. Yeah, why but-
0: not? Uh, so Ooh. there's that, and then you're getting married, so everything seems to be going well. You're saving, you're investing, and you're building up your emergency fund, and you have a dog. Yes. And no, right now no mortgage, no debt at all, and that's awesome. So congratulations on all that. Thank you, and I wish you the best best of luck in the future because you have a you have a big you, the world is your oyster at this <laughs> point. No debt makes the world your oyster. So, and I really appreciate you coming on the show today and, and and sharing all that with us. Awesome! Thank
2: you guys for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we'll see you hopefully next year at FinCon.
2: Yes, def- I've already bought my ticket. Oh,
0: you so. already did. You're one of those yeah. early buyers. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we did not do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows where we'll be?
2: It was such a good deal. I couldn't
0: pass it. <laughs> it, was it. Was it? Was it on sale?
2: It was like $100
0: off. Oh, shit. Well, we don't think that far ahead. <laughs> we should, though, because that's the investor mindset, Andrew.
1: True. Yeah. I, we usually just do tricks for, for <laughs> cash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go for free this time. I'll just do another rap song or something. I don't know. We'll figure it That'll out. that be good. Yeah, yeah. So, again, thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: And, guys, listen, if you have questions uh, or you want to come on the show – and you want to do this financial li- this financial life, we are doing more of that. Uh, email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com, and Andrew will send you over the link to get all that mm. set up. And uh, if you like the show and I hope that you do, you leave, uh, or no, first, hit subscribe on your whatever app you listen to us on, if it's on your computer, if it's on your iPhone, your Android app, whatever. Hit subscribe, because you'll get an episode from us every single day. Then, if you ever like, oh, this is the best podcast i ever heard in my whole life, I love it. Then I want you to leave a review. (laughs) Wade's World, (laughs) Wade's World. I want you to leave a review on either iTunes or Stitcher, letting us know how much you love us because reviews help us climb the rankings, as we did today, which was very nice of everyone. Thank you so much. Mm. And today's uh, review comes from Ashbin Casey. Ashbin Casey. Ashbin Casey. Ashbin Ashbin Casey. I feel like if I say it faster, it becomes a word. Uh, Love it, five stars. I stumbled across this podcast about two weeks ago, and I can't stop listening. I was originally in search of something from Susie Orman, or another known, quotation marks, <laughs> financial expert. But this is so much better. Andrew and Matt do a great job of presenting info so normal. Non-financial people can understand it. And although the focus is mostly money-related, they do a great job of talking about the bigger picture to motivate people to get their finances under control so they can live the life they want. Not to mention... Their banter is hilarious and keeps it non-stuffy and entertaining, but not annoying. Key phrase there.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, thank you for being awesome. No, Ashpin K. Ashpin K. See? Thank you for being awesome and thank you for leaving that review. It's an amazing, amazing review. That's great. And I forgot the A in amazing. But Go to our website, listenmoneymatters.com and check out our toolbox with all of the things that we uh, have talked about on here on the show. We talked about mint on the show, and we'd like you to check that out if you don't already have it, download it on your devices. Go to listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox, you'll find it there. Also, I have to mention real quick our financial rant hotline we're doing this month. Call eight five six-eight one eight-three seven three eight. And leave a message about how much you hate some sort of financial institution or how or
1: you're in debt. Or something, something. Renting about your mom or, yeah.
0: Or your cat.
1: I hate it when my cat uses all that litter. Yes. So damn expensive. All Shit.
0: that. See, I don't even know what that means. I don't have a cat. What's too
1: litter? <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, I feed it. my cat too much as we blow through litter. Like, you know.
0: What? Oh, jeez. Anyway, uh, we are also in a competition with the Stacking Benjamins podcast. Joe from Stacking Benjamins Son is actually bicycling uh, across the United we're, States. We're calling
1: it a competition, but I think it's just going to be a massacre.
0: Oh, you think? It's yeah. going to be a shutout? So <laughs> what we're trying to do is raise more money than the Stacking Benjamins podcast for the Texas 4000, which is a 4,500-mile bike trek from Austin, Texas, all the way up to Anchorage, Alaska. It's 90 people involved. It's 72 days. It's happening next summer. It's the, all to raise awareness. His
1: aware. son is a king just for signing up for this. Yeah. I do not have the balls to even think of Biking for oh no my God. no not
0: with your ball sitting on that seat the entire time
1: <laughs> seriously I would need a special this is geriatric yeah
0: seat. <laughs> geriatric seat this is all for cancer research so we want to uh, donate as much money as we can to the cause and you can find that at listenmoneymatters dot com slash texas four thousand and when you do, it's going to send you directly to the Texas 4000 website. You're going to enter in who they want to ride for. You're going to put in Listen Money Matters. And then you're going to put in the number, and you're going to donate the money. And we have kicked everything off, and we want to raise more money by the end of November. So mm. get on that. Uh, last but not least, I want to thank Betterman for being a sponsor on the show. So thank you, Betterman. If you guys don't use Betterment, you absolutely should because it's the shit. And also, once again... Tina, thank you for being on the show.
2: Awesome. Thank you, guys. It was great being here.
0: Yeah, awesome. So thanks again for hanging out with us. And, of course, we look forward to the next episode. So later. Later, man. Please tell your friends about this show. (laughs)